grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Elaine, and today I want to spend some time with you as we learn from the Word of God. This is episode 12, titled The Faith of Rahab. In the book of Joshua, chapter 2, we are introduced to an Old Testament hero, Rahab. The prostitute of the Canaanite city of Jericho is known for her great faith and for her place in the lineage of Jesus Christ. But a closer examination of the life of this remarkable Gentile woman can lead to deeper insights into God's plan for his dealing with individual believers in grace and mercy. Joshua 2 describes the conquest of the fortified city of Jericho by the Israelites. In its day, Jericho was the most important Canaanite fortress city in the Jordan Valley. It was a stronghold directly in the path of the advancing Israelites who had just crossed the Jordan River. Before entering the land west of the Jordan, Joshua sent two spies to look over the land the king of Jericho found out that two spies were in his city and he ordered them to be brought to him. We begin Joshua 2, starting in verse 1. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent his message to Rahab, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies laid down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord had given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother 
my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, this oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house, if any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied, let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed. And she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. In Hebrews 11.31, we read, By faith the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Rahab's assistance to these spies was of tremendous importance. In her conversation with the spies, Rahab declared her faith, saying, The Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Spiritually, Rahab was not in an ideal circumstance to come to faith in the one true God, the God of Israel. She was a citizen of a wicked city that was under God's condemnation. Rahab was part of a corrupt, depraved pagan culture. She had not benefited from the godly leadership of Moses or Joshua. However, Rahab had one asset. She had heard from the many men she came into contact with that the Israelites were to be feared. It is her change of heart, her faith, coupled with the actions prompted by her faith that saved her and her family. Safely escaping the city, the two spies returned to Joshua and reported that the whole land was melting with fear. The Israelites crossed the Jordan into Canaan where they laid siege to the city of Jericho. The city was completely destroyed and every man, woman, and child in it was killed. Only Rahab and her family were spared. Ultimately, Rahab married Salmon, an Israelite from the tribe of Judah. Her son was Boaz, the husband of Ruth, 
Boaz was the father of Obed, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Joseph, the legal father of Jesus, is her direct descendant. Rahab serves as a symbolic foreshadowing or type of the church and Gentile believers. She was, in fact, the first recorded Gentile convert. There are many ways in which Rahab depicts the church. First, she was part of a pagan world system, a prostitute, who by her conversion was enabled to become a legitimate bride. In, her, in like fashion, and Israel was the first chosen people of God, but they were set aside temporarily so the Gentiles could be brought into the kingdom of God, and the church is now considered the bride of Christ. Although Rahab and Christians are saved by an act of grace through faith, true faith requires and is exemplified by action. James 2.26 tells us, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Rahab had to put the scarlet cord out of the window. Christians must accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord and then go on to live in a manner that verifies that our faith is real. Rahab could have indicated the location of her home in any number of ways, but the only way that she could be spared was to follow the directions given to her by the Israelite spies. Her faith enabled her to turn from her culture her people, and religion, and to the Lord. When we come to Christ, our past no longer matters. Our slate is wiped clean for all who believe and accept the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross on our behalf. Rahab was no longer viewed as an unclean prostitute, but as one worthy by grace to be part of the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. Just as she was grafted into the line of Christ, so we become children of God and partakers in his inheritance. In this lesson of Rahab, we learned the amazing grace of God that can save even the worst of sinners and bring us into an abundant life in Jesus Christ. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you.